Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. closet. An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space, space. space to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped boat neck sweaters. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha, through October 13th. The Container Store, where space comes from. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewood Mills. Dykewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dagwood Mills. That draws us to It's time for testimony. Say amen. How many of you love testimonies? How many of you are becoming wiser as you hear the testimonies? Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together as we welcome Emanuela to share her testimony with us. Please put your hands together as she comes to share her testimony with us. Good morning. My name is Emanuela Esiofi. I'm in Legon Basenta, and I'm a member of the music division. I want to give God all the glory for helping me get an academic award through the prayers and prophecies of our father. So last semester, my class received a letter from my head of departments that two people in the class will be getting an academic award. In view of that, nine people were shortlisted, and there are five first lovers in my class. All five of us were part of the nine that were shortlisted. So we had to go for an interview. During my interview, I gave an answer that automatically disqualified me from getting the award. You could see the disappointment on the faces of my lecturers. I was so worried. But on Sunday when I came to church, Sunday after that interview, during the communion, our prophet prophesied and said that the communion will wipe away all our mistakes. I really believed this and I took it personally. So I went back to school. And on Tuesday, I was in, I was in class when the head of department secretary called me to her office to tell me that of the two people that were chosen to get the award, I was one of them. Despite my mistakes, the communion washed away all my mistakes and still chose me to receive the award. But after last semester, we didn't hear anything again about the award. We're there this semester, too. We're not hearing anything. But last week, during the prophetic encounter, the prophet prophesied that this week we hear good news. And to the glory of God, on Thursday, the award finally came. It was presented to us a citation and an amount of money. And I want to thank, I want to really thank the prophet for prophesying that finally, after he said it, the award came. And it didn't end there. It didn't end there. I am a student brand ambassador for a company, and my boss found out that I had received an award, and she texted me and told me that she wanted to profile me for the company's website. And in addition to that, some investors were coming around, and she wanted me to engage the investors on behalf of the company. All in the week that our prophets prophesied that will be getting good news. I really want to thank Daddy for our lives. For some of us, our lives thrive on the 
prophecies and their prayers. And I want to tell you that, like Daddy said, this year we'll be, received, we'll be hearing congratulations throughout the week. I'll be hearing congratulations. So the prophecy you, re- you believe is the prophecy that will happen practically to you. Thank you, Daddy. Amen. Give the Lord for a powerful testimony. We have another testimony. Put your hands together as we welcome Lena to share her testimony with us. Hello everyone, my name is Lina Deituk from Legon Campus. I want to thank God for delivering me from death during the gas explosion. Last week Saturday, I went for an outreach at Paint, but I had an eye, so the next day, I had an eye the next day, so I left very early. And on my way back, I didn't know what was happening. I thought paint people, like, the way they behave, I didn't understand. So I just asked someone what was happening. And the person said, there's a, there's a gas explosion at Atomic. So I was like, oh, let me go to my hall. So as I got to the road, I heard somebody screaming that the fire is coming. Johnny boy, Johnny boy. So I really got scared, and I started running. And unfortunately, I fell on the road. The Pentagon TF road, and there was a stampede of human beings, cars, motorcycles. I thought I was dead because I actually felt the heat. But amazingly, I opened my eyes and I realized that I was still alive. So I quickly, I just stopped an unknown, an unknown car, and the guy said, "I'm going to my daddy's house." I said, "Okay, I beg you, let me go, let me go with you to your daddy's house because where my house is." my sister is staying is around atomic so i can't go there so i joined the person and then when everything got down i came back to my room and i met a friend there and she was like she's just from the hospital somebody was hit by a car and i just don't know me that i actually laid on that same road for over for over minutes because i actually thought i was dead and nothing happened to me no car stepped on me no motorcycle hit me and amazingly, when I was running, I left my phone, I left everything. And when I called my parents and I told my parents that this was what happened to me and I lost my phone, that very day they sent me money to buy a new phone. I just want to thank God for saving me. And it's through the prayers and prophecies of our Father. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for powerful testimonies. We have another testimony. Help me welcome Esther Lynn to share her testimony with us. Please encourage her as she comes. Hello, everyone. I'm from Temanabita Basenta. My testimony is about how the prayers and the power in communion had delivered my mom from death. I completed school in June and I was doing my project work and my mom called me to come home that she wasn't feeling so well. But because my supervisor was very strict, I wanted to stay over but she took up that she come home so that I could look after her. So I came home and I was at the shop and she came to me and she told me that she feels like dying, that whenever she's praying, there's something standing beside her and the, the thing tells her to shut up. So she's going to die. And after she's dead, she's going to be buried and they'll destroy her as the children. I was, I was, I became weak all of a sudden because I didn't know what to do. So 
I, I, I just felt like sleeping. So I went, after I'll, I'm just back from my sleep, it would be like a story. I didn't want to believe it. Yeah, so she went to the hospital and the doctor said her, her blood pressure had gone very high. So she has to be on a medication. And I, I was so scared because anytime I wake up in the morning, she'd be like, mm, mm, like she's she become so weak. So, so I came to the gathering service and daddy, daddy wasn't around. The prophet wasn't around. She, he was in Zambia. So I, I still prayed that she will be healed. So that evening, we were watching it live, 5 p.m. here, and P- Pastor Joshua was praying, and he said that we should, we should pray that we will bring um, a testimony about our parents and our uncles to come and testify. So that we were watching it live, and he even said that those who, were, who, who they were healed instantly, they should come and give a testimony. And I believe that my mom also will be very healed when I just get to the house. So when I, get, I got home, I gave the testimony to my mom and the communion to my mom. The following day, my mom was healed. There's nothing. And she went to the hospital and the doctor said there's nothing in her blood. There's no sickness. So she has to take no medication. She was healed and even not because she was healed, she became more beautiful because two people came, two people came to the house and they were like, my, the first person was my auntie. My auntie was offended. She was like, ah, we heard you were sick, that you were, you were even weak and how come you are so strong like So she was offended at her. She have wasted her time to come and see someone who, is, who have even become more beautiful than she is. Encourage everyone that the communion doesn't only heal, but it also makes the it also makes us more beautiful. So it should be it should be serious with the communion. Thank you. Amen. How many of you have been blessed by the testimonies? We have our final testimony. Let's welcome Bishop Capos to share his testimony with us. Hello, everybody. Hello, Daddy. Um, I'm here to share about how God used um, our prophet and Daddy to give me a prophetic word to remove a reproach from my life. <laughs> Let me start by introducing myself this way for the sake of the testimony. I'm Bishop Kapos, a consecrated bishop in the First Love Church. <laughs> I'm also the provost of the prestigious Anakazo Bible School. <laughs> um, hold on, it's, it's just for the sake of the testimony. I'm also the chairman of the Ghana Charismatic Bishops Conference <laughs> and also a crusade director for Healing Jesus Crusade. Now, despite all these titles and what God has made me by the grace of God through my father, I was just like Naaman, who was a great general, but he had a little reproach. My work as a crusade director has taken me to so many places around the world. Traveled all around the country, West Africa, South Africa, gone with daddy to India, gone to the UK. But there was one particular country. Anytime I'm going there for a visa, they bounce me. They bounced me in 2003. And those of you who have been bounced, you know how shameful it is. And 
last year, I was so happy when I was told that I'm part of a delegation traveling for a camp, and from there we are going to other Bible schools to see the place. So I happily went, assuming I'll get my visa this time, only to be bounced once again. <laughs> then I appealed, and I was bounced again. The United States of America. <laughs> so, after the last bounce, which was the hardest, you know, I always try to put on a brave front, but it's not easy. Even my children, my wife, all my children, they've all been to the States. They've never been refused. So, <laughs> I was wondering what would take this reproach away from me. Well, a couple of uh, months ago, just before Daddy left for Zambia, after one communion, he was praying for us. And then he declared that every wall of Jericho preventing you from entering any city is down in Jesus' name. So I threw my amen net and I caught it. <laughs> and then I, I sent him a message and I told him that based on the strength of that prophetic word, I'm applying again one more time. And by the grace of God, last week Thursday, I went to the embassy I had a very nice interview, and the officer just said, pick up your visa on Monday. So, I share this to the glory of God, that despite all these things, I didn't even add, I'm also a member of the Ghana Institution of Engineers, in good standing. I had all that, but they were bouncing me. But when the prophetic word came, I believed it, and I received it, and I know that will also be your story. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you for the prophetic word. Amen. Put your hands together for powerful testimonies. How many of you have been blessed by the testimonies? Please take out an offering. Take out a very powerful offering and lift up your offering high above your head as we pray. Father, thank you for this blessed time to give. Bless the seed that we are given in Jesus' name. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome
I just want to share About the crowd of righteousness He gives to everyone Who looks for his return I want to give my all Strive to have that blessed crown It is a great reward From the King of Kings The winner takes the crown He who overcomes Walks the streets of gold In glory victory So will you overcome All the tests and trials And will you lay aside to see you there in your beautiful mansion a mansion built for you by your Lord and King you must wear your crown overcome temptation and wear a crown of life a crown forevermore takes the crown, he who overcomes, walks the streets of gold, in glory victory, so will you overcome, all the tests and trials, and will you lay aside, all the sin and way. in the world, my brother, 
lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, they are not of God. Do not love the world, my brother. And do not love the many things that are within the world. All that's in the world, my brother. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, they are not of God. Whosoever is a child of God is born of God, will overcome. Greater is he that
to you today from the depths of my heart about the way I feel. Sometimes I feel like writing you a letter or sending you a card to tell you how I love you. I really do, Jesus. Sometimes I'm beside myself because I really don't know how to love you back. You've been good to me. You are my God. Oh, yeah. I call you my Savior. Jesus, Jesus, you died for me. You are my God. 
Jesus turned to Peter and said, I want to know if you really love me. Simon Peter turned to him and said, Oh, my Lord, why do you even ask? Because you know, dear Lord, how I love you. I will keep your command. I will feed your sheep. Jesus asking you the same. How did this love your love and gentlemen, it's time for the word. Amen. How many of you are ready for a prophetic encounter? If you're excited, make your loudest noise as we welcome Bishop Daggerwood. I see the light the Lord has given.
Let us pray. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for the great commandments you show us from your word. Holy Spirit, we ask you to guide us. We ask you to lead us. Father, thank you for an encounter in your presence. Let problems be solved in this service. Let problems be solved in this service. Whatever problem is in our houses, in our homes, in our gates, sitting at our doors to wait for us, Lord, thank you that this this service is solving that problem. Receive the power of God in your life and receive a divine intervention in your situation. In the name of Jesus, the Savior. Be blessed totally. Be blessed completely. Be helped totally in this service. By the time this service is over, whatever is the source of concern in your life is solved in the name of Jesus. By the time this service is over, whatever makes you unhappy, makes you cry, makes you sad, receive the solution for it. In the name of Jesus, the Savior of the world. Father, I thank you that champions are listening to me this morning. Victorious people are listening to me this morning. Thank you for a great blessing for your your Christians in this service. In Jesus' name I pray. And everyone said, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Now, Whatever is sitting in in your house at the door, that is not a good thing. I curse it in Jesus' name. Any meeting that is being held about you, that is not leading to a good thing. I command confusion into that meeting in Jesus' name. Listen carefully. Whatever decision has been taken about you in your absence, when you were not there, that is against your life and against God's blessing. I command a curse upon that decision in Jesus' name. You are blessed. You may be seated. Beautiful. Today is a very great blessing. Turn to Matthew 22, just quickly for us to put it in the background. Matthew 22, verse 36. 
How many would like to ask Jesus a question if he was standing here? If he was standing here. Look at me where I'm pointing if, if Jesus was standing here. How many would like to ask Jesus a question? What would you ask him? Huh? How many questions? Many possibilities. But if Jesus was standing here, one of the big questions is, Lord, what is the most important thing for me to do? What's the most important thing for me? Can you hear me at the back? Sure, you can hear me. Okay. What's the most important thing for me to do? Do you want me to go to America, to India, China, Ghana? What do you want me to do? So that's the question a clever person asked Jesus. And I'm so glad he asked because when I get to heaven, I hope he's in heaven. I'm going to give him, you know, an offering from the gold in front of my house. I'll just take a piece and say, look, have this. For asking that clever question and showing me. And Jesus said, this is the most important thing for you to do. Verse 37. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy might, thy soul, and with all thy mind. Amazing. Verse 38. This is the first and the great. This is the big one. This is the big one. There's nothing else like this commandment in the whole Bible and in the whole world. There's nothing more important than becoming somebody who loves God. Yeah, there's nothing. There's no work. There's no full-time ministry. There's no... Your father said, your mother, your wife, nothing is bigger than this. This is God, Jesus, his words, to love God. All right? And uh, that's really amazing. And I mean, if Jesus was standing right here. The reason I'm saying that if Jesus was standing here, for some people who have spiritual eyes, I mean, eyes that see, you may be surprised to see Jesus standing right here. Yeah. I've had it before. One time I was preaching. Uh, there was a lady sitting in front here and she was crying. You know, I, I was somewhere in the world. She was, she was weeping. I was thinking to myself, this is a very emotional person. Why is she so emotional? <laughs> but I noticed her throughout. It was a camp. And I said, ah, these emotional people. <laughs> Afterwards, you know what she told me? You know, there were about four chairs, five chairs on the stage. She said, all the time we were preaching, my eyes opened. Jesus was sitting on one of the chairs. He was just watching you and watching the meeting. Wow. So it's not that she's emotional. She's seeing something. You are not seeing anything and you are calling somebody emotional. May your eyes open from today. In Jesus' name. Now, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. We are getting to the end of this very important series, but the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. These are the three spirits, four spirits, that you need in your life. Okay? 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. 
God has not given us the spirit of fear. This is a young man. Well, let's look at verse 6. I put in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Okay? And um, for God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Very interesting because these three spirits, all right, um, are the three spirits that will help you to do verse 6. Look at verse 6. You, you have to stir up the gift of God. All right? What is the gift of God? The gift of God is whatever God has given you in this world to do, to be. If it's to be a wife, to be a husband, to be a minister, to be a helper, to be a worker, to be a businessman, whatever. He says, make sure you remember that the, the gift that was given to you by the putting on of my hands. So, when a man of God touches you or lays hands on you, all right, you can receive a gift. Many people receive gifts that way. You may not feel anything. You can't feel Jesus. You can't feel God. He's not a feeling. He's a spirit. Now, you can stir up this gift. And when you use your gift, you prosper. You see, I'm using my gift. I'm not using my education. I'm using my gift. There's a difference in life between using your education and using your gift. Are you there? I said there's a difference between using your gift and using your education. When you use your education, you can go so far. But when you use your gift, you can go much further. Your gift is what God has given you. I'm not using my education in that sense. My education is in the background. It helps my gift. My gift is something else. That's what I'm doing now. I'm teaching. I'm preaching. That's my gift. Most, most of the people in, who work in the ministry, right? Um, not all. Not all, but many. Especially those who do well. They use their gifts. That's why you find that when people come to work, you know, I don't, I don't so much look at their education except the fact that they are educated. That's important that you are educated so that you are not a fool, you know, at least. A general fool. Tell somebody, you must go to school and finish. In this church, we require schooling. Yeah. You must finish your school. Huh? Is it clear? Because when you don't finish your school, it shows that you are not disciplined. When you didn't get your degree, it shows you are not serious. And when you come into the ministry, it will be the same story. You are not disciplined. You are not serious. You don't finish anything. You don't pass your exams. You don't stay up. You don't study. Those who don't study, they don't stay up in the night. They don't work hard. They are the same people who don't wake up. They don't pray. They, don't, they are not prayerful. They don't read the Bible. They don't listen to messages. They don't obey the instructions. It's the same story. Same. 
That's why doctors usually do well in the ministry. Because they are very hard people who have suffered many things and have learned to go through a lot of difficulties to become doctors. Medicine is very, very difficult. Completely different from any of the arts courses that are being done. Completely different. There's no comparison. like day and night. It's like day and night. So those of you art students, be careful. When you see a doctor, you must bow. Eh? Show respect. <laughs> yeah. I was telling you about working with your gift and working with your education. Okay, Ida was on stage just a few minutes ago. She's not using her education. I think she studied economics, French. I don't know what course she did. I mean, these are not what we need. You understand? We need her singing. We need her gift. Yeah. It's when you use your gift, you'll find yourself shining. If you, it's far more than your education. Think about what human beings have tried to impart to you in three years in a university. And what God has given to you. Which one do you think will be, will be more prominent in your life? That's why you find people who studied medicine are nurses, doctors sometimes, medical people. You see them eating with flies. When they take one blow of the kinky and it is in their mouth, then the flies come and sit on the food. Then the next blow, the flies also excuse. They say, excuse me. Then the flies go away. Then they take another one. And they are very comfortable with the flies. It's like there and the flies are cool. Meanwhile, flies, we learn it in biology. Before you even get to medical school, or you even get to nursing school, or school of hygiene, or laboratory, whatever, you learn that the fly, Masca domestica, has four ways of transmitting diseases through the hairs, through the, 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 it it swallows, and then it, it, it regurgitates, it spits out the food, it sits on feces, it lifts them up, then the fly, it just waves the body like this and just sprinkles. It's like a salt mixer, you know. It just makes it. And you see people are very comfortable with flies and they studied medical things. So you realize that the medical education cannot even change you much. But a melancholic person may be more conscious of those things than a, a, a person who without medicine, without being trained in medicine. So whatever God has given you, your temperament is one of your gifts, you know, and how you are and what you can do is is far more. And when you ever get a chance to work with it, wow, that's a blessing. That's a blessing, you know. So I pray for you that your gift will be what you will one day work with. Yes, yes, your gift will be one day what you work with. If you are very strong. Not everybody. If it, there are people who do this. They are, they are very weak. A small person can just do something. And then they'll fall down. You know. So sometimes the strength is even a gift. Okay verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. But of power. Of love. And of a sound mind. So you need to have these three. Now, by the way, just before I, 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 I tell you a bit about the spirit of love today, it is, 
the spirit of fear is, is, is a bad one. It spoils all things. It spoils your calling. You can't work for God. You're afraid. You can't marry. You're afraid of men. Because men are wild. So, I mean, they are to be feared. You get what I'm saying? You can't marry. You can't relate. You get what I'm saying? You, you can't even live because so many things happen. If you work in the hospital, you will see so many bad things. You'll be afraid. When you see the case, you say, my God, may I never be in this condition. It's scary. You know? So, you'll be afraid all the time of so many things. And it spoils relationships. It spoils relationships. Yeah. Especially relations between lovers. Yeah. But fear, you know, it's like it's a girl's disease. And the boy's disease is last. We are not uh, denying that. Brothers, do you surrender? Do you agree? Yes. We brothers, we are very fast to admit things. But the sisters, for a long time, they will not accept what is worrying them. You get it? But anyway, today it's not about the spirit of fear. Today it's about the spirit of love. Now, I don't know why you are shouting a lot and all that. It's not the love of a boy and a girl. <laughs> all right. Now, loving God involves the spirit of love. Now, Romans 5. Let's read verse 1. Romans 5 for the context. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Okay, verse 2. Whom also, by whom we have access. Through God, through Jesus, we have access to God. Verse 3. And not only so, we are, we, are, we are happy in tribulation. Like, all our lives we go through tribulations. But we are still happy in the Lord. Church is a happy place. How many are happy to come to church? Beautiful. Verse 4. And patience, experience, experience works out hope. Verse 5. And hope makes us not ashamed. When you are hopeful, you never be ashamed. Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given to us. So the love of God, or loving God, you see, is actually something that is imparted to us. I used to pray for my children that they would love God. And I pray for people to love God. It's one of the highest prayers I can ever pray for you. To like God. People don't like God. There are times I've apologized to God for people's behavior. And when I say people, not individuals. Like I feel people don't like God much. They just want something from him. But they are not so interested in him. And I feel sometimes God is lonely. And he doesn't have lovers. He doesn't have people who like him so much as they like other things. Are you with me? So, to love God is a very important thing. Now, one of the reasons why people don't love God... It's because they love other things. 
Alright So let's look at a couple of things which um, The Bible teaches us that people love Instead of loving God Number one Alternatives to loving God Are the love of the world Number one is the love of the world People love the world This world Love not the world my brother If any man love the world The love of the father is not in him Is not in him Remember that song I just sang it today Yeah Love not the world Neither the things that are in the world If any man love the world The love of the father is not in him It is what deletes the love of God Is the love of this world Okay If any man loves this world The love of the father Is not in him For all that is in the world The lust of the flesh The lust of the eyes And the pride of life Is not of the father But is of the world So all that is in this world What are the things in this world The lust of the eyes The pride of this life How to be big and great in this world You know It's not of the father But it's of the world So 1 John 2.15 One of the ways you can get yourself to love God Is to delete some of the other loves Love not the world Do not love the world Can help you to love God Okay, are you with me? Love By the way If this is the greatest commandment Then it has the greatest rewards It it stands to reason If it's the greatest commandment It must have the greatest rewards There's nothing more beneficial Than loving God Actually, if you love God and you don't even pray You are not prayerful But you love God I think you'll be even more blessed than somebody who prays Who doesn't love God Yes. No. You think about it. Somebody who loves you but doesn't ask you for anything. And somebody who is asking you a lot but he doesn't love you. Which one will you like? And which one will you give things to? He's asking you every day, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. But he doesn't, you know that he doesn't love you. And the one who doesn't ask for anything is with you. When you look at the person, the person is looking at you with dreamy eyes. Dreamy love eyes. And doesn't ask for anything. Which one will you like? And which one will you give things to? Dreamy eyes. Receive dreamy eyes. Hallelujah. Love not the world. Don't love the world. So, take out the love of the world. Those of you who like the things in this world. What are the things in this world? Cars. Expensive cars. Expensive houses. America. England. Europe. Germany. Australia. Money, the pride of the life. That's why rich people often go into politics at a point. Because the riches at a point does not give some recognition. 
Yeah. But what does Donald Trump need again? In terms of money. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Most of the people who go into politics, well, not most, some, have a lot of money already. Even in Ghana, we have millionaires who go into, very rich people go into the politics. Because like, they are rich in their wealth, they have everything, they have servants, they have whatever, but there's a certain greatness in, in this life, the pride of this life, the greatness of this life, in this life. They don't have it, so they want it. Sometimes politics can do that. The last of the eyes, whatever you see that is nice. Yes. When you see and it's beautiful, and your eyes are twinkling. Yes. You know, some years ago I was with a pastor and he called one brother, who was my friend. He said, Frankie, come here. Frankie said, Your eyes are twinkling. He couldn't say twinkling. He said twinkling. Your eyes are twinkling. And I was standing and said, what does he mean? He said, your eyes are twinkling. I can see that girl twinkling in your eyes. (laughs) You see, he was trying to explain the last of the eyes. The guy's eyes were twinkling like a star. The eyes were just... Twinkling. Huh? Don't, don't, don't. Look. In my, in my little discussions with people who are married, one of the surprising things I found is that people who are married to apparently ordinary girls have, seem to have happier experiences than Outstanding beauties who make your eyes twinkle. True. Twinkling, they make your eyes twinkle. Twinkle spelled T W E E E N K L. Twinkle. <laughs> Twinkling. <laughs> Yes. A lot of things that are twinkling, you want them. Let it die in you. So that another love. It's not so easy to love two people. Yes. So usually one has to go out and then another one comes. From today, the love of the world is out of you. In Jesus' name. The next one is the love of money. Luke 16, 13. No servant can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other. Or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Now, it didn't say you cannot serve God and Satan. So money has taken the place of Satan. So to love money is one of the most dangerous things. And you see, he's saying here that you can't love two people. So to love money is a dangerous love to have. And all those who love money are dangerous people. Yes. 
If you have a man who loves money to be in charge of roads, do you think we will have roads? I'm asking you a Christian question. Do you think you have roads? Where would the roads be? In his house. In his bank account. If you have a man who loves money in charge of hospitals and medical care, will we have syringes? We'll be using a needle for several people. When you finish injecting this person, you take it out, you inject this person, you inject this person, say, I'm sorry, we don't have needles. You are dying, I have to give you an injection. I don't know whether this person has HIV or Ebola. It's your turn. Will you take the injection or not? So, please give the injection. All die, be die. If you have a pastor who loves money, will he care for the main, that 95% of people in the world are not rich? 90 to 95% are not rich. Your, your ministry is finished. Because it's only rich people. Rich people are few. Huh? So the love of money is a deleter of the love of God. So it's something that has to go out. And that's why the Bible teaches us, labor not to be rich. But rather labor to be blessed. Or labor to be a blessing. Amen. All those who became rich from God. They were trying to obey God and be blessed. Amen. Alright. The third love is the love of yourself. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 1. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. That is spiritually dangerous times shall come. Verse 2, for men shall be number one in the list, which causes danger. So you're asking, why will perilous times come? Look at verse 1. Why will perilous times come? This know also that in the last days, things are going to be dangerous. Why will things be dangerous? Perilous means dangerous. Why? Why will there be danger? And of course, it's not talking about physical danger or whatever. I'm sure that it also has that. But why would there be danger? Because men shall be lovers of their own selves. Pray you never marry somebody who loves himself or herself. Yes. Because every couple that marries, one feels hot and one feels cold. Did you know that? You don't know that? Ask them, ask the married people. Who is, who is feeling hot and who is feeling cold in your, in your marriage? You feel hot and she feels cold. Yeah, that's it. One feels hot, one feels cold. One eats a lot, one doesn't eat much. One needs this, one needs that. So when you are a lover of yourself and the person is just thinking about himself. Wow. You are not going to have such an easy time. Because 
I mean, if you marry a girl who's thinking about herself, you should see them when they are married. Before they're married, you see them jumping all over the place with different boyfriends. They are like grasshoppers or crickets. Yes. Yes. Or a mixture. When they get married and they have achieved their aim, what they love, they want children, they want to bring forth, they want to have a ring, they want to have a picture, they want a wedding. I mean, who is planning the wedding? The girls are planning the weddings. Let's be serious. That's what they want. When they have it, then we have a different story. Yes. Gasoparism is gone. That's when you see who loves who. And you see that the person who said, I love you, actually she loves herself. Or he loves himself. You have husbands who don't provide at all to get 10 CDs. Serious, it's a serious meeting. Pray that you don't marry a man who is difficult with money. What type of brother are you? There has to be a meeting about anything money. No fine. Tell the nearest brother if that's how you are, you are disgracing brothers in the church. You are disgracing brothers. That's not how first love husbands are. What is the use of having a wife who is not happy? What can she do for you? So Don't marry somebody who is a lover of himself or herself. And it's a love that has to go. That's why people don't work for God. Because they they are thinking of themselves. Yes. I never thought about my children's education when I was going into the ministry. Or what accent they would speak with. Whether they have a British accent or a Ghanaian accent or Nigerian accent. How do you think of accents? What are you thinking about? If he's speaking, it's a blessing. People have all kinds of things secretly in their hearts. And that's why they say no to God. The love for themselves and their personal welfare. And most of the time, it doesn't get you anywhere. Loving yourself. Yes. Doesn't, doesn't really get you anywhere. So, they'll be covetous, boasters, proud. These are terrible characteristics. Satan. He's they are describing Satan. Do you know that next to the devil is human beings? Like in terms of badness, we are number two. <laughs> I don't know if you know of anyone who is number two in terms of badness. Animals are three. I mean, they are even down the line. Animals. They don't even come in. When they kill somebody, it's for food. We, we kill with, without eating. Yes. You know, when David Livingston, I was at the place where David Livingston started his ministry. What's it called? Kuruman. Yeah. And he was attacked by a lion. And the, the tour guide who was taking us around, he said, he said, in those days, the danger was lions. 
So there were lions and David Levinson was attacked by a lion. And somebody had a gun nearby and was able to shoot the lion. But David Livingston's arm was permanently damaged for the rest of his life. I think he had some kind of problem with his arm. But he survived. Then he went on to say that in those days the danger was from lions. But today the danger is from human beings. Is it not true? Yeah. So, human beings are going to be this covetous. They want things. Boasters. Proud. Blasphemous. Say all kinds of things. Disobedient to parents. Have you seen why I tell you to obey your parents? Yes. If your father doesn't like you, or your mother doesn't like or is not happy with you, it's a very sad spirit that has come over you. It's the last day evil. Yes. These are the characteristics. Lovers of themselves. You never do anything for someone. Hey. You can't. You say we don't cook. You can't serve. You can't care. You can't provide nothing. Just yourself. Your hair. Your eyes. Your, your fingernails. Your, your, your fingertips, your eyelashes, your eyebrows, your cheeks. It's all about you. You should see them in front of the mirrors. You might as well remove your cheeks. Lovers of themselves. I want to see people. There are people who the main thing they need in this world is a mirror. Doing something Hair This, that And only for a show But when they have to bath So that They will smell nice Internally Privately Not just a show because there is no one, it's not for themselves. They don't do it. You go around investigating, you see. My preachings are usually true. Uh, see, people don't like practical things. When I'm saying the truth, then you'll be shouting. No problem. Look at these bad characteristics. Lovers of themselves. Covetous. They want something. That's why when you're going to work in the ministry, we always start with nothing. Yeah. Because when you come with our, I'm going to, what, what they, how much did they pay you at the bank? How much, please, it doesn't work. You're bringing covetousness. Proud. Blasphemous. They say big things about men of God and about God. Don't call a man of God. Don't tell me, oh, this man is a thief. Be careful. Tell so this man is a liar. He's a wicked man. He's a con man. Be careful. And thankful. Don't say thank you. You know, where, where people know manners, you know, as they are giving you the thing, you are saying thank you. Thank you. This is last days. They don't say thank you. Just walk away. 
unholy. Look at it. Let's go on because it's coming to the fourth alternative love. I said love of the world, love money, love yourself. Let's see. Another one is coming. Without natural affection, truce breakers. Huh? That's why we sign when we have weddings. There's no need, but we are believers. Why should we sign? I say I'll be with you forever. There should have been no need. I mean, why should I sign an agreement? Stand up, Cadella. You know, and then uh, my husband. Start. When they were married, did you sign an agreement? Yes, I did. Sign. You see, why should a Christian who is standing in church making announcement have to sign? She said, you, did you not say yes? Yes, I said yes. I do. Did you say I do? Yes, I did. Did you say I will? Yes, I said that. Then why should we sign? Did you say I certainly will? I will. I said I certainly will. You certainly will indeed. So, in church, what again do we need to say? It's like in the last days, you can't trust anybody. Even Cadella, we have to make her sign. No, 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 no. Come and let's sign because we don't trust you. And you married a pastor. Were you a pastor when you were getting my camp? And you were also made to sign. Sign. Even though you said I will. I, yes, I said I will. Certainly will and all. But I still have to sign. Why? Because in the last days, men are going to be truce breakers. Covenant breakers. So, let's sign. So that in case it occurs to you in a bad dream. And you come and say that I married in the night. I didn't know who I was marrying. Then we will pull out the document. So, have you kept it somewhere? Yes, I have. Where is it? <laughs> have you kept it somewhere? I don't know where it is, but I think it's, it's... You don't know where it is, but she has kept it because she wants to be sure that in case it comes up, she will produce the document. Hmm. All right. No problem. Verse 3, sit down. Truth breakers, false accusers, accusing about things that are not true, incontinent or uncontrollable, fierce, despisers of those that are good. This is the last days. And verse 4, terrible, traitors, disloyal, heady, heady, heady and high minded, just logic, everything is head. Logic. Not everything is logic. Those of you who did maths, are there not some constants and some assumptions? Is there anybody who did physics or maths? The art students, you will not... uh, uh, Let me go to this side. Where are the science students? Yes. (laughs) The maths, are there not some assumptions and some... (laughs) Frank, you did maths. But why have you put your hand down? DYDX. I'm going to revise my maths. I'll come back. Add maths. So many assumptions. You just assume. It's not logical. It doesn't make sense. You just assume this is this. Then you work. Lovers of pleasures. More than lovers of God. Now all of us will always love pleasures. How many love some pleasure? What are some of the pleasures you love? 
I can't hear the English words you are speaking. Sleeping. Sex. Television. Eating. Swimming. Watching movies. Shopping. Video games. Doing your hair. It's a pleasure to do your hair. Wow. We don't know everything, so we are learning. What other pleasures are there? Gymming. There are other pleasures. You are not mentioning them. Pleasures. How do you drink? Is it like this? Yeah. Smooching. Clubbing. Pornography. Is it pleasurable to watch pornography? Say yes or no. Even girls are watching pornography. It's amazing. So look at the pleasures. Are you there? Holiday, holiday is pleasure. Holiday. What about boys, girls? What about boys? Are they pleasurable? Boyfriends. They will not talk. Okay, girl, brothers, what about the girls? Are they No, you see. I want my daughters to be open. She was quiet. So listen, God is not taking away from you pleasure. But you cannot love pleasure more than. No, some of the pleasures are not helpful. Isn't it? Tell somebody sitting next to you three. I don't want to say it in the microphone. Say, tell tell them three pleasures that are not helpful. Tell them three pleasures that are not going to help you. Okay. Beautiful. Now. Are you with me? Now, how to love God. Alright? John 14, 21. How to love God. Now listen. One of the difficult, sad things is, you know, I don't know whether it's like a curse, but when people relate often or are together this one will say this is what I feel is love and this one doesn't believe it do you see and says why should you say that this is love it's like food food is so different yes 
What I eat may be very different from what you eat. Some people eat akmala every day. It's made in the house every day. How many know some houses that make akmala every single day? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Look at all the hands. Some people eat kenke every day. Do you know some houses like that? Raise your hand. Some eat fufu every day. Raise your hand if you know the fufu eaters every day. This side, they don't seem to have any, they don't know anything on this side. You don't know anything in the world. Some people eat banku every day. At okra stew. And some eat rice and something every day. Raise your hand. And some eat bread every day. So what you love is different from what I love. What you love is different from what I love. And I cannot apologize for what I love. It's not a sin to have a love for something. Say, this one, when you do it, I love it. And I am happy. This is the beginning of all conflict in our relationships. This is what I love. So I like it when you sit by me. Oh, why? I'm busy. I'm to organize things. So I like it when you sit down quietly. I like it when you are not on your phone. When we are all on the phone, like a disease. Yes. I love it when you do this. But people have what they like. And it's not wrong. Every relationship is get spoiled by that thing. Yes. You, you wait and see. You marry someone, the person says, why do you eat kinky? <laughs> fermented maize, fermented corn. <laughs> and they put it in the mouth. <laughs> what is that? You dare not say that about what I like. You can't rubbish what I love. Okay? You are starting to bring problems in the marriage. This is what I love. This is what makes me feel happy. You can't despise me because of what I eat. That's why sometimes I don't eat in front of certain people. Often I don't eat in front of people. Lest you look upon what I eat and despise me. One day I was eating in front of somebody. Person, hey, I can see that you like. So, so, look at you. Because I've, I've, I've let down my guards for one minute and I've, I've eaten for just five minutes in your presence. You are telling me what I like. Now, when it comes to God, huh? Now, that's why boys and girls have a lot of comments. So, I like this. I don't like this. I like this. This is what I say I like. This is what is important. This is what's important. Okay. My wife likes certain things. She should do them. 100%. I don't understand it, but it has to be done. Yes, you don't have to understand somebody's what somebody likes. It should be done. Now, when it comes to God, uh, you cannot understand. God says that if you love him, this is all. Here. He that has my commandments and keeps them, he it is that loves me. That's all. That's it. If you have 
the commandment of God and you obey God. That's love. God doesn't have sex. You can't have sex with God. You can't. What, what can you buy for God? Huh? What can you do for God? You, can, you build him a house. How can God live in the house you are going to build? But it's still amusing to God. It was amusing to God that Solomon, David wanted to build him a house. He said, all the whole world, the earth is my foot too. And when you find out about the galaxies, you know, the galaxies are so many now. You know, from here to the nearest star is four light years. By the way, from here to the sun is eight minutes, light minutes, ten minutes, ten, eight to ten minutes to the sun. Light year means that the amount of time it takes for the light to come from there. So if it's four light years, it means you are seeing it how it looked like four years ago. Some of the stars we see in the sky, like a bright one like Sirius or um, Regal, some of these stars we see in, in Orion, they are about 500 to 650 years, light years away. Those are near stars. That means that when you see the star, okay, are you there? You are seeing how it looked like 650 years ago. That is in the year 2009, no, uh, 13 something or 12 something. So every time you see the twinkle, twinkle little star, It's 650 years ago that it happened. You are now seeing it. Yeah. Now, by the way, these are near stars. Now, there are stars which are millions of light years. In fact, the recent one I was looking at was billions of light years, the galaxies. They are so far, and there are other galaxies, and the earth is just one within our star. Actually, they are actually searching for um, stars which have planets, because actually our star is the sun. We have these eight or nine planets that are going around the, the sun, you know, from Mercury, Venus, then earth. Venus and earth are similar. We all have clouds. Uh, Mercury has no cloud. It's just bare rock. You see it straight. It's rock. That Venus has clouds, but you wouldn't want to live there. Why wouldn't you want to live in Venus? Because the temperature is 450 degrees. Yes. And it only has carbon dioxide. And the pressure, there's so much pressure on Venus that when they send the spacecraft, it just dissolves. Yeah. So it's a terrible environment. All the spacecraft, as soon as it goes in, then it, 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 it disappears. And the pressure is like going one mile down in water. That's the, that's the pressure. If you are swimming and you go down, you feel in your ears, just 10 feet or 6 feet. That's one mile down. That's the pressure on Venus. So you wouldn't want to live there. Tell somebody, Earth is cool. We, we want to stay here. Yeah. Now, now Venus is the nearest, our nearest neighbor. Huh? We are talking of stars which are millions of miles away. And God is where? They haven't found him anywhere. And God says the earth is my footstool. 
The heavens are his throne. God is very, 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 very great. We, we don't even know where he is. He's so great. He made the sun, the moon, the stars. Yes. The planets we found out, they, they are even bored with those planets now because the planets are so much, they were nothing. The stars are far wilder and bigger and more than the planets. The planets are these eight planets that we have, these nine planets. It's nothing. And they've gone to each of them and found the environment, the temperature, and so on, on each planet. They know. We are all going anti-clockwise, except Venus, which is going this way. And they have a time. They turn. As they go, they turn. Yes. They have a time of going around. So one day on Venus is longer than a year. Yes. A day is longer than a year. Like when the sun arrives and by the time the sun sets, Venus has gone round the sun. So it's 225 days for F days, F days for a day, on, uh, for, for a year on Venus, 225 days and 243 days for a day. Do you understand? Yeah, I, 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 why are the science students? Uh-huh. See me after church. We, we can discuss it. The arts people cannot understand this. They are lost. God is very great. There is nothing you can do for him. Do you know that all the planets are turning exactly? They have some timing. Each one has a time. Venus is going at 225 days of Earth days. It's one year. Mercury goes around in 88 days. Exactly 88 days like this. It goes around. That's a year. But if you are standing on Mercury and the sun rises, it takes 176 days before the sun goes down. It's gone around the earth, the sun twice. Two years have passed before one day passes on Mercury. That is how come on your phone now, you can have an app that will point to you where it is. Because they've programmed, each one has an exact time. They've programmed it all. So they know where every planet is all the time now. Because it's so exact. It never changes. What the earth is doing, what the moon is doing, what the planets are doing. It's, it's, it's like God, God is, somebody has timed everybody. This is fantastic. There is nothing you can give God when it comes to money. You can't give him anything. That's why for me, you know, I write to God sometimes and I say, Lord, since I don't have anything I can give you, I want to give you myself. Yes. I don't have anything to give you. So I want to give you. There's, not, there's no amount of money. God, here is 2,000. Does it not sound funny to you when you hear of these planets? What's 2,000? <laughs> the earth is the Lord's. You are giving him 2,000 CDs. Is it 2,000 CDs you are giving him? 2,000 dollars you are giving to God. You are giving him 10 CDs. God is just amazed at us. So he is now informing us. You just take it that you are getting married to God. And God is telling you the food that he likes. How many will be ready to cook whatever God says? And do whatever he says. And what is he saying? He says, to love me. If you love me. 
obey. Whatever I say, obey. This is loving God. Yes. So, you must make it your life's passion to love God. He that has my commandments and keepeth them. He is the one, look at it on the screen, that loves me. So, now God can go through this whole place and choose his lovers. He knows us. So now if God is coming through, the Holy Ghost coming through, I'm choosing my lovers. Will will you be chosen? Hmm. 14.21 Put the whole scripture there. Now, if it is the greatest commandment, it is the one with the most benefits. Look at it. Look at the benefits. He that loves me shall be loved by my father. So you see, God so loved the world. That's the general one. God didn't love the world who loved him. The world doesn't love God. But he has a general love for the whole world. And that's why you should be careful with the world. God so loved the world. But now he's coming down to, like if I say, oh, I love all of you. And I say, I love my wife. It's different. Or I say, I love all of you. And I love somebody who does something for me. It's different. I, I, love every, I love all. I love all my churches. I love first love church. It's a little different. It's true. So now what is God saying? He it is that loveth, and he that loved me shall be loved of my father. I want to be the object of God's love. And what's he going to do? I will love him and will manifest myself to him. You see, now God will appear to you and manifest and do things in your life. From today, you are going to see the manifestation of God in your life. Let's go on. Beautiful. Look at it. It's happening. Verse 22. Judas said unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us, but not to the world? Remember I told you, he said, God so loved the world. That's the general one. That's the general one. How come... You will manifest yourself to us and not to the world. How can it be? God, this is John 14. It was in John 3, 16 that he said, God so loved the whole world. So now Judas, who is not Iscariot, is asking, how come you are choosing us to, like, reveal yourself in a special way? Verse 23. And Jesus answered him and said, if a man loves me, you see, he will keep my words. And my father will love him. And we, that is the father who made Venus, which is going clockwise. See, the sun is here. All of us are going this way. F and O. Venus and Uranus, we are going the other way. They are going like this. This one is going like this. Why? I don't know. 
And this one has a time. This one 88 days always. This one is 243 days. 225 days. Exactly. Earth is 365 days. Jupiter is 10 days. 10 years. It takes about 10 years to go around. One year is 10 years. <laughs> it's fantastic. He, this father, eh, will come and manifest himself in your life. Yes, that's the person I'm talking about. I'm not talking about loving, loving someone who doesn't know how to love. Yes. Loving someone who doesn't know how to love back. I love you and the person doesn't know how to love you back. Yeah. I'm talking about God who says, I, God, eh, when you love me, I will love you. And I will come into your life and make my abode. I will stay with the person. So, I mean, this is the big one. It's more than prayer. To love God is greater than praying. Take it, you, you, you. Somebody who asks for something every day. And somebody who doesn't ask you for anything. Doesn't even say anything. By sitting there with you. Likes you. And is looking at you with dreamy love eyes. Who will you give things to? The one who is asking you for things. You will at a point look at it and say. This, this, this has an evil intention. It wants to use me. So this, these are very great scriptures. And these are the words of Jesus. If that's all we have, it's enough. 1421. Let's start again. 21 to 23. Beautiful. Never forget this. To love God is to obey. That's why, you know, when God called me, I said yes. When he says go, what he says, pray for the sick. These were difficult things for me. I want to do it. These are you know, difficult things. I like, if it's do it, I like to do it. Yes. What I don't like and he says I should do, I always try to do it. Because I, I can sense that this is what I will not obey. You know, this is the one who, who, who get me and I will not obey him. Yeah. And you know, there are some things I've also determined in my life that I should rather die than go against what he says. Yeah. I, I, I prefer to die. Yeah. Now, you see, when you look at people, you can never know much about them till you know the heart they have for God. You know, I heard Bishop Oedipo saying that. He said, you can, he, said, he said, you cannot know him until you know his heart that he has for God. He said, you, you look at him, this is the strategy he has, these are the steps, this is what he's doing. But till you know the person's heart, the heart he has for God. You don't really know his secret. So to love God, it's a spirit. Spirit of love. And when something is a spirit, there's no logic. (laughs) It moves out of logic and it becomes without reason. John 14, 21. He that has by commandment. Okay. Beautiful. And keeps them. He is the one who loves me. 
You may have heard me say before, I work with people who love me. If, if you like, you can search through. That's probably the one characteristic. I don't know what you, what you, what you learned or what you know. But I find myself working with people who love me. It, it, it has become the most important thing. So you this, you do this. But, but the person doesn't have to be perfect. How many are perfect? When you are very good, the Bible says your righteousness is like filthy rags. When you are in your excellent state, you are filthy rags. In your perfection, your perfection, you are filthy rags. How much more when you are not perfect? Uh, be filthy, 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 filthy rags. Look at what it says, Isaiah 64. All our righteousness are filthy rags. When you are very good, you are filthy rags. It's not about perfection. It's about love. Look, imperfect people can love God too. Good announcement, good news for all of us. How many can sometimes sense you are bad? Sometimes or often. Those at the back, I think, I don't know which group are these. Those on this side here. On this side, you are angels. You are superior beings. So I should preach more on that side. You have to tell me which area to come to because I don't know which side to come to. I want to preach to living, living creatures. Your bo- my boys are here. my boys? Where are my boys? Okay. Look at it. Beautiful. He that has my commandments is the one. He loves me. Yeah. Even me, my small life, I would choose people who who like me. Okay, maybe the word love is confusing you. Use the word like to help you to see. Even marriage, you marry somebody who is educated, who is this, who is this, who is that. Always says, I love you. You love somebody who do you love? Who you love? Marrying. Your biggest decision is based on love. So I've analyzed you. So you're this, you're this, you're this, you're the measurements between educational status, whatever it is. And you've not seen the person before and you don't know what the person loves you. You don't take big decisions like why do you think God will be taking big decisions based on your education and your background and so on? He's taking big, big decisions based on your love for Him. Look at it. He that has my commandments and keeps them, he it is that loves me. And he that loves me shall be loved of my Father. And I will love Him. Oh, I like that part. I will love Him. I will love him. Some of you girls, you've met a boy. The boy said, I will love you. Hi, baby. And you you, you became soft. Huh? You became weak. All your angels were asked to leave the room. You asked your angels to leave the room. Say, excuse me, please. Can you excuse me, please? I need, I need some privacy. Give me a minute. Because of a boy. Hmm. Verse 22. And Judas, who is not Iscariot, said, 
How come you manifest to us and not the world? Because you said you love the whole world. Verse 23. Beautiful. And Jesus answered and said, If a man loves me, he will keep my words. And it's the same thing. Anybody who loves me will do what I say. Yeah. And my father will join in. <laughs> so the father is watching to see who the son loves. When my son chose a beloved and he says, I love this one, then I also join in to love the person whom he has chosen to love. Yes. <laughs> He will keep my words And my father will love him And then the two of us We are joining forces To come to your life Tell me which problem can stand When Jesus and the father Have joined forces And have come in Is it financial? Is it marital? Is it emotional? Is it academic? Is it health? Receive your solution now in Jesus' name. Now, the spirit of love is the the spirit that makes you obey. Receive it now in Jesus' name. Number two, the spirit of love is the spirit of receiving the unimaginable things of life. Yes, 1 Corinthians 2.9. Too nice. It's too nice. You are about to receive. You see, I'm teaching you what is going to let you receive what you have never imagined. As it is written, eye has not seen, ear has not heard. It has not entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for those who give offerings. You can give offerings without loving God. You can come to church without loving God. Ida has a song, You Must Love the Lord. Is it not so? And you remember, there's a song, Take My Life, I Don't Want to Serve Without Loving You. Sing that part. Mm. I don't want to serve without loving you. I don't want to serve without loving you. Sing it in. Lord, show me how to love you more. I don't want to serve without loving you. Whoa. If any man really loves me, he will keep my commandments. Lord, I am meditating on your word so I can love you more. You see now? Lord, please help Lord, me, please help to, me keep your commandments. to keep your commandments. What have you told me that I'm not doing? What have you told me that I'm not doing? Where have you sent me that I'm not going? Am I holding back? I want to sacrifice all for you, loving you with all of my heart. Loving you with all of my heart. Are you 
It's already happened. <laughs> Loving God is greater than praying for 10 hours. I'm telling you, if you love God, you are greater than somebody who says he's praying for 10 hours. Sometimes I see people pray, you know, sometimes people hire people to pray. You know? People who are not even, they don't even know God. You see, that's why the Bible says the effective Prayer of a righteous man. Not everybody's prayer works in a certain way. A God lover. If, if, if you want to get to me, you can get to me through somebody who, who loves me and whom I love. Apart from the general love. You can get to me through that person. True. If you want to get to me, you can get to me through somebody who loves me or who I love. True. The person will not even ask much. The person will say something and then it's happening. True. Look at it. Back to. I has not seen. And I'm going to give you a prophecy. Listen. No, say I receive it when you hear tongues. Because it is what you have not seen before. Yes. You haven't seen it, but you will see it, says the Lord. You haven't heard it, but you will hear it. Your hands have not touched it, but you will touch it. It has not occurred to you, but it will happen in your life. Receive that in Jesus' name. Now, say that I have not finished preaching, please. I'll finish soon. I've not finished. I'm saying that loving God is wilder than fasting for 40 days. How many have fasted before you realized that you didn't love God but you were fasting? You were even irritated at the church fast. I love to be with God whether I'm fasting or not to be in his presence and to love him. Whether I'm fasting or not. It doesn't actually make a difference. When I'm loving my God. I has not seen. Keep your book notebook ready. In your life. You are going to see things. You haven't seen before. And you haven't heard. Before. And has not occurred. Because you don't know about it. Yes. I mean who has heard of a book. Those who leave you. Not heard of it before. Or a book called. One of you is a devil. I've not seen it before. Or 
know your invisible enemies. I have not heard of such a book before. Or read your Bible, pray every day. They are all eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Fulfill your ministry. Yeah. No, I've not seen it before. Victory secrets. Beautiful. You will see things you have never imagined. You will see cars you never thought you will ever see. Yes. A, a God lover has any car. You see, by God's grace, I can have any car that I want to have. If you see me driving an old jalopy, never think that is because I cannot afford or where I work cannot afford. Now, please, you must be serious. Let's be serious. Wow, is that thunder? The sun, the sun. It's making us hot. But look at it. I has not seen. This is your life. This is your life, oh. This is your life. I'm talking about your future. I'm talking about your life. Eyes have not seen, ear has not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who are educated. For those who are prayerful, loving God. So if in the commandments of God is to pray, then pray. Look, become a God lover. You stop struggling about me. Most of the, excuse me to say, fantastic things that I've seen, I didn't pray for. God knows what is nice. God knows. I tell you, God knows what is nice. You shall see what is nice. Brothers who are lonely, receive a delight in your life. Sisters who are thirsty, hoping and praying, may God give you what you've never seen up till today. Sit down, I've not finished. Romans 8.28 This is the Superman scripture. The spirit of loving God is the spirit of being a superman. It's as though your life is always working out into a miracle. Yes. Romans 8.28 And we know that all things and we know that, is there another song like, we know that all things work together. Come on, let me hear that, man. We know that all things work together for good. To them that love the Lord, to them who are the called. I have not seen, nor ear heard, nor have they entered the heart of man. The things God has prepared for those who love him, you must love the Lord. Give him all your heart. You must love the Lord because it's the greatest commandment. Child of God, you must love the Lord. Give- 
We know. Look at the scripture. It's beautiful. How many know sometimes you wonder, how can this work out for my good? How many have ever said, look, please don't deceive me with Bible verses. How will this work out for my good? Which formula is going to make this work out for my good? Let's be serious. Now, I want you, it, but it doesn't work out for good for everybody. It works out for good for those who love God. Today, I impart you and bless you with the spirit of loving God. Yes. I bless you with the heart to love God. Within that heart is everything you will ever need or want. All things will work out together. It will work. Watch and see. Your tears. uh, I wish you could retrieve some of them. To put in a cup. And show that this cup of tears. Have worked together somehow. For my good in my life. Receive that prophecy. There is a cup of tears. You've cried and cried before. You've wept in disappointment. But the cup of tears is going to turn into one of the sweetest juices of all time in your life. From the beginning of your life up till today. In Jesus name. May you have a superman status. Whatever the enemy throws against you. May God supernaturally turn it around. And give you the upper hand in every crisis and in every difficulty. In Jesus name. Sit down, I've not finished preaching. Psalm 91 verse 14. That's my last scripture. I'm not hearing your O's. I said that's my last scripture. Look at this. This. The love of God is the spirit. The spirit of love is the spirit of the upper hand in every crisis. Look at it. The upper hand. You see, Romans 8.28 shows that the spirit of love is the spirit of the superman. It's like Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, Rambo, James Bond. Like You always come out. It's like the end of the film. You are always alive. You will always be on top of the end of the story in Jesus' name. You know, sometimes when I'm watching a film with my wife and she becomes here, I tell her, look, this man is the blue man. He cannot die. He cannot die. Just relax. He can't die. I prophesy you cannot die in Jesus' name. It cannot happen. You are not going down. 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 down. In the name of Jesus. It cannot happen. It cannot happen. For lovers of God. No. The spirit of love. Which is the spirit you are receiving in this service. Is the spirit of the upper hand. In every crowd. Look at it. Sit down please. We are are ending but it's not ended. (laughs) Yeah, because because what he has set his love on me, is it not for he's giving the reasons? Because he has set his love 
on me. Therefore, you know, is it this way? Because and therefore, I don't know what else you want to hear. Because, therefore, will I deliver him? Beautiful. Huh? So like there's some trouble, he's going to rescue you. Receive a rescue from your situation in Jesus' name. Please, sit down. Rescue. I command angels to rescue you now from your situation. Then he says, I will set him on high. Expect your promotion very soon. What is the reason? Because of his prayers. Because of his fasting. Because of his Bible study. Because of his holiness. Because he has been able to stop watching pornography. Because he has set, set his love on me. Therefore, therefore, I will deliver him. God is delivering you. And I will set him on high. Ah, you are, you'll be high. You know, I prophesy, you see, you children here, when I came to the first life church, many of you, some of you were students, some finished school, but all of you students, children, young, God is going to set you on high. Mark my words. Mark my words. If you are under the sound of my voice, I say God is going to set you on high. God is going to set your life on high. You are not a disappointment. You see, you will not be a disappointment to yourself. Yes. Very soon you will be saying, you know, people envy me. God has worked things out for my good. Father, thank you. Look at verse 15. It's beautiful. This is a plane going into the sky. He shall call upon me. And I will answer him. Is that not in your song? Sing that part. He shall call on me. I will answer him. Because he has because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I'll set him on high because he has known my name. Beautiful. He shall call upon me. Beautiful. I'll answer him. I'll be with him in trouble. I'll deliver him. I will honor him. Beautiful. You must love, you must love the Lord. Lord. Give him all your heart. You must love the Lord because it's the greatest Verse 16, everyone standing please. 
with long life will I satisfy him. Expect to be in your 80s. Not as a poor person. No, 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 no. no. That you'll be begging your child for toilet room. To not happen in your life in Jesus' name. You'll be calling your daughter or your son to please bring me soap. When you are coming, the, the toilet paper is finished in the house. No way. With long life, you'll be satisfied. Not destroyed, but with long life, you'll be satisfied. And he will show you his salvation. Lift your hands. Father, let the spirit of love, spirit of loving God, be on this congregation and on everyone watching, listening. Receive the spirit of love, spirit of power, spirit of a sound mind. But receive an impartation of love, loving God. Let that spirit be upon you. May your heart love God from today. May your heart seek after God. May you like the Father. May you have love for one you cannot see. Blessed are those who have not seen but they believe. May you love God. May you talk to God. May you obey God. May you serve God. May you be near to God. May you be God's friend. May you one day be called a friend of God. May God also love you back. May God manifest himself to you. May all things work together for good. May you see what eyes have not seen. May you hear what ears have not heard. May you have what has not entered the heart of man. May you be delivered in time of trouble. May God set you on high. May he answer your prayers. May he help you in your life as you love him. Father, I thank you for every hand that is lifted. I know, Father, that this is the beginning of a new day in our lives. Today marks the beginning of manifestations, wild manifestations of God. Amazing surprises of God in our lives. Thank you. Thank you. It has happened and it is happening. Thank you for surprises. Good news and surprises in everyone. Put your hand on your heart like this. Receive it. The ability to love God. The grace to love God, to like God, to choose God, and to be God's friend. May you not like any man, or any woman, or anything on this earth more than you love God. May you have this blessing on your life, all the days of your life. Receive the spirit of love in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As every head is bowed now and every eye closed. If you are here, you don't know Jesus as your Savior. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to God. Then raise your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. Especially, You want to give your heart and your life to Jesus Christ today. Maybe you've come to church but you don't know Jesus as your Savior. Then raise up your right hand like this and I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. God, maybe today is the first time you are coming Maybe you've come before But today you realize that I want to give my life to God I want to be born again And then lift your hand If you've lifted your hand Come to me in the front here Come, come, come Come, come, come.
come, come all the way to the front. Come to, to, come to this place here where I'm standing. I want to pray with you. and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I am sorry for all my sins. Have mercy on me. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I give my heart to Jesus Christ. I am sorry for all my sins. From today, say from today, I open my heart and I receive Jesus as my Savior, as my Master, and as my Lord. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, for saving me today. I love you. Say, I love you, God. I love you, Jesus. Thank you for saving me, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. I want to, don't go back, I want to give you one of my books. Look at this book here, all of you in front. It's a special gift for me. It's called How to Pray. How to Pray. It costs 40 CDs, 45 CDs, but I'm giving you free. You don't have to pay. Anybody who sells you, it's not true. It's my gift. Okay? What a blessing. Now, all of you who are holding this book, when we close, come to this side where they are waving their hand. If you are holding this book, come here. And one of the pastors, a prophet, is coming to pray with you. One minute, and then you go back. God bless you. Go back to your seats. You may be seated. Now, we are going to receive the body. Now, listen. And the blood of Jesus. Listen, do you know what is this? Jesus' body is coming to join with your body. Do you know that's what happens during sex? Yes. A body joins with another body. Wow. Yes. And merges. Two bodies merge. And become one unit. So that means that whatever the person has that you don't have that you need you receive yes and so if for instance you don't have as a woman a seed through that merging you receive a seed and what happens you become fruitful become blessed now if you are not careful when you are merging with somebody and you do it lightheartedly, without a covenant or without serious consideration for what you are doing. Do it indiscriminately. Like the Bible says, some are drinking the blood unworthily, without seriously considering what they are doing. That is when you start to get weak and sick and die. So you see that where people have sex, okay? Without considering carefully what they are doing. That is when sickness starts to be transmitted from one person to another. And a lot of diseases are transmitted one to another 
by people who are having this kind of close interaction without seriously thinking about what they are doing. Are you with me? Oh, you are not listening to what I'm saying. Yeah. So, in our... We are about to receive the Lord's body. Look at it. Not discerning the Lord's body. So we are about to receive the Lord's body into us. Yeah. So whatever he has that we don't have, the life he has. You see, when you receive a, a man into you, the life he has, living seeds, are transmitted into you. And before you realize something wonderful is coming. Stand to your feet. Father, we declare this to be the body of Jesus Christ. Lord, whatever you have, the life you have, the health, the miracles, the power, the blessing that you have, what we lack by this bread, by this power, we receive healing into our bodies as we receive your body. May you be blessed and healed. Whatever is missing that is important in your life, may you receive it as you receive the bread, the body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. says the life is in the blood. That's why we are not supposed to eat or drink the blood of, of animals. Because God has set aside blood as a special liquid for purification and cleansing. Today as we stand here, I know you may want to pretend, but none of us here is better than filthy rags. Father, we declare this to be the blood. Let all our filth, especially our disobedience, be washed and cleansed. May you receive purification right now from your mistakes. Whatever sin and mistake you have made is neutralized by this blood. I cancel it by the blood. It's washed away by the blood you are healed you are blessed by the blood when I see the blood I will forgive you and I will pass away receive the blood of Jesus
restoration and recovery somebody here you are falling behind God is sending his angel to make you recover from how you fell back and how you fell behind whatever is in your life that makes you seem to be behind Receive a spirit of recovery and restoration. Whatever you come behind in, in any area of your life, receive the angel and the help of the Lord that will make you recover from your own mistake and the mistakes that have occurred in your life, even the ones that are not your fault. I speak the word into your soul. Recover. 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 Restore. 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 In the name of Jesus. I declare over your life, you will never be a problem in your family. You will never be a problem child in your family but you will be a child of blessing and a child of good news whatever makes you a source of concern and worry in your family or in your life I arrest it in Jesus name as your shepherd I arrest the wolves. I arrest the lions. I arrest the leopards. I arrest everything that is hunting your life in Jesus' name. I command your deliverance and your divine escape from whatever follows you and torments you in the name of Jesus Christ. Now lift your hand and thank God for healing, for good news. His blessing and covering over your life. Father, thank you. You have done all things. Receive recovery. Receive restoration. In the mighty name of Jesus. We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books, and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. 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 An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space Space. to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped Striped. Striped. boat neck neck. sweaters. 
The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha, through October 13th. The Container Store, where space comes from. Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. 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 An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space Space. Space. to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped Striped. Striped. boat neck sweaters. sweaters. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha, through October 13th. The Container Store, where space comes from.